This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 2nd, 2021 with my guest, Whittier Prick. Will joins us today as my first repeat guest. It was super rad to have things come full circle and have him back on the show. In just a short few months, I feel like there's been a lot of growth and it certainly shows up in this interview. Will's been working hard over there on his cactus growing. He's also been doing some pottery, which he's going to be releasing here soon. Pretty sure he's going to be releasing some plants as well soon, so I'm really excited to see what happens with that. Make sure to stop by his page, you guys, and show him some love, at Whittier Prick. Here's Will. Whittier Prick. What's up, brother? What's up, Will? How you been, man? Pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, a Still lot's like... happened since the last time we done we did this. Yeah, I know. It was the first one. <laughs> yeah. Now this is what, number This is number eight. Number eight. Dang. Yeah. Hey, I know I listened to all of them on the way to work. I'm so psyched to hear that, man. That's yeah. like eight hours of your time that you've spent listening to my stupid fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> and my very cool guests. Yeah. I've been very cool. blessed. Yes, you have, man. It's awesome. And that's not to toot my own horn. That's to, to toot my guests' horns. Like, everybody has amazed me, man. Like, the passion and the similarities and just, like, all of it, man. It's just been such a fun experience, and I've learned so much, even starting with your guys' episode, you know. And I've gone back and listened to that episode a couple times because I pick myself apart, you know. And I'm trying to learn, like, what I didn't like and what I do better now. And my nerves have gotten better with it. Like I'm much more comfortable on screen. You know, I got this fucking bright ass camera on my face now with this light, like a ring light. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just been a, it's been a fun learning process, man. And it's come full circle. Now you're a recurring guest. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. How, how have you been like honing your craft with the growing from seed? Yeah, I have, uh, been getting better at the, the pollination, man. It's just, uh, first I used to, just do like the little uh, paintbrush, but now what I do is uh, I get tweezers and I have like a little 
like a small little pick and then I get the pollen from one flower and then I scrape it in the middle of the other flower and I've noticed the the actual that's actually worked a lot better like I get a lot more seeds a lot more germination and everything like that it's pretty cool so say that again you're you're so like you know when the flower blooms uh-huh. you have the po- you have the pollen in the outside right and then you have the like i, I want to call it like the, the female part in the middle okay so what i do is i get my i have a real small tweezers and i get the pollen i grab just the pollen from the around the flower uh-huh. and then i grab the little i have like a little pick it's like a like a metal pick and then i go to the other astro or whatever whatever i'm pollinating and then i scrape the pollen off the tweezers into the middle of the female part. And I've noticed doing that, I have better chances of actually getting seeds than just, cause I used to just do like a paintbrush. Sure, I see that all the time. Just, yeah, I do that with obesas. I use the paintbrush for the obesas, but for Astros, I've noticed using tweezers and just, you know, picking the pollen. And then um, once I have enough pollen then I go and then I just scrape it off the tweezers into the female part and I've noticed man, I get seeds from everything. So, which is kind of cool. So that's the way I'm, I've been pollinating things lately, which is, which I like a lot better. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate that you don't necessarily know that all the terminology, because you know what, like th- this is a learning process and it, you are obviously very talented at it. Like I've seen some of your seedlings that have even gotten to like, well, I don't know, maturity, if you will, they've gotten bigger and yeah. stuff like that. So when you're, when you're, when you're doing that pollination, is there like a specific time frame before you get seed pods from the from the mom? Um, it usually, uh, I want to say probably like um, probably like a couple like like two to three weeks because oh, what wow, the flower fast. Yeah, I I want to say don't hold me to that because I don't really keep track because once I pollinate, then I go do other things, and uh-huh. then once the flower closes, the flower will permanently close, and then. Uh-huh the stem you'll see the bottom of the stem it'll start to turn into like a seed pot it'll get it'll look like it's pregnant which is kind of cool and then i'll, I'll just wow. like okay cool and then it'll be like a when it first starts off that that like pregnant part of the seed pot is super super hard like real like rock hard so then i don't touch it i leave it and then eventually the seeds i guess it starts to like i guess it's like a popcorn effect it like starts to like get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and then that the seed pod stretches and it gets real thin and then it gets top heavy and it falls, but sometimes they fall over and they get real big. I don't know if I see, I showed, I put a picture on my Instagram. Mm. It was like two, um, it was a hybrid Astro from Jim greenhouse. And it had like two big, like hairy webbles on there. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. So they get like that sometimes or they, um, they just stay like a rock hard solid and they just crack open and split. And then you can see all the seeds inside. That's so cool. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't cross pollinate, will will the flower just eventually just close up and it'll, fall off? Yeah, it'll just close up and like dry up. It'll shrivel up and dry off, and then you just it'll fall off, and then you, I just throw it on the ground. So that's so, how yeah, you know it, you success you successfully cross pollinate is when it starts to do that. Yeah, you'll you'll notice, like I said, it, like the seed will the flower will close, and then it'll it'll start to get pregnant on the bottom half of the flower, mm. and then you and then that's when you know you're like oh nice I. I was successful in this one. So, yeah, I bet that's the best feeling ever. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Now, I'm, now most, more of them are trying to, I'm trying to like, I wish they would be more in sync, these flowers, but they're not. Right. They, well, they never are. So, which kind of sucks, but, um, 
yeah i just cross pollinate everything i try to make new hybrids with whatever i can i just i'm like oh you two look good boom 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 or i'll i'll take a couple pollinations from two flowers and then i'll throw it in another one see if that works out experimentation yeah you're like a mad scientist <laughs> i'm trying how many seeds will you get out of like something like an astro it depends. I'll be honest. Sometimes you get maybe um, probably like 10 to 15 and then other you'll get more than like 30 to 40. Oh, like, wow. yeah, there's some seed pods. like though that picture I put on my Instagram of the two, the two, man, I, those are like the biggest seed pods I've ever seen in my greenhouse. And they, there were so many seeds in there. It was ridiculous. It was probably over 50 each. So what is that cross with? That one? man i can't i don't remember you just i i I know i crossed it with something good because i put a sticker on next to the i put a sticker next to it so i won't sell those seeds because i want to see what that mother is going to give me on this round of seeds yeah how do you know how long seeds are good for um i don't know i'm not sure because i i get some seeds from like holland and you know ukraine all i get seeds from all over and I don't even ask. I just what I I just buy them, and then I don't even ask how long they've actually been sitting. Yeah. But I've had. I mean, my the the last uh, go around for seeds that I just did it was Astros. I think they were sitting in my greenhouse for a couple months because I was still collecting and still collecting and still collecting. Yeah. I just had them like in a little um, those little plastic containers with the lids on it. And I would just kept collecting and collecting. And then I just did them probably like a couple of weeks ago. That's and they're, cool. starting to, they're starting to sprout right now. Nice. So are you doing it? You're doing this, the sprouting indoors, like you're sowing yeah. and, and, and starting them inside. Yeah, they, um, I sow them inside and then they go to the, um, I have like a, a small little like grow tent uh-huh. in my garage. It's probably like, yeah, it's pretty big. I could fit a lot of, uh, multiple bags in there what is it like and, a t5 uh, it's it's a black light? like rectangle it's a black rectangle tent no the light and, like the oh the light fluorescent. Uh, how many bulbs got, is it uh, i got them from amazon it's like that uh square one that has like the purple purple um pink and white and blue light it okay. looks like a spaceship so cool from uh from the bottom so i have i have three in there right now and then i just sit the seeds under there and it's on for I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, it's it's on for 16 or 18 hours. 18 and 6. six. Yeah, yeah, I think it starts at 6, 6.30 in the morning, and then they turn off at 7.30 at night. Okay. So it's every day, continuously, seven days a week. Okay. Yeah, because I know what, like, what we used to do, 18 and 6 and 12 and 12, if you were, like, trying to flower a plant, it was 12 and 12 on, 12 off. I don't know how it works with cacti. Is it? Is it? Do you know? Is it fluorescent or is it LED? I think it's L- Yeah, they're LED lights. Okay. From, yeah, then yeah, I'm definitely not familiar with that technology. That's like newer, but I've always wanted to try that. I know that the hues look pretty cool. It's like kind of trippy. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a like a purplish, pinkish look when you open the tent. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I said, it, they look like a they look like a spaceship. It's like a square and it has a whole bunch of like different colored lights on the bottom. So are you learning this from books? Or are you watching? listening um, podcast like what how are usually you? just youtube videos i just i just yeah youtube it and then um that's about it i just like write it down or put it in my notes on my phone or i'll go back and look at it again and then they like i think it says like 18 or like 20 inches from the seedlings uh-huh. 
So I just measured it real quick and then tapped them off and zip tied them. And so they're in there already. And then eventually um, I wait probably like two to three months. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start, I continuously look at them just to make sure there's no like any algae or mold growing in them. And if there is, then I'll open the bag and I'll pull the ones that are, you know, no good anymore. But I usually, I wash my seeds before, before I uh, germinate them. Yeah. Uh, how, is there a certain diameter before you can take them out? I'm curious about this whole process, if you don't mind, like walking me uh, through it. Like, because I know with like trichoceres, you're supposed to wait until they're like a half inch in diameter. To, and then I'm wondering like how you're adjusting them from that LED light for how long are they in there? And then how do you adjust them to being outside? Um, what I usually do, um, I open the bag first, but I leave them in the LED light. So usually after like three, four months, that's uh-huh. when they start. They may like maybe like a like the tip of your pinky kind of size. Uh-huh. I would say like maybe like the top of an eraser. Okay. And then um, once they get probably a little bit bigger than that, then I'll open the bag let's and I'll in. let, yeah, I'll let some air in and then it'll start to dry out and then I'll move them to my work. I have like a workbench next to that and I'll move it to the other, my, my workbench with another light, but that light is a lot higher. Hmm. And I, I let them sit there maybe for like a day or two and then I'll move them to my greenhouse, but I'll put them on the shade side. So they'll, they won't get direct sun. I mean, they'll get the, the fill of the heat, yeah. but they won't get sun probably till, um, till they're probably like a quarter size. And then I'll move them to the farthest. I have like a table in the middle that's mm-hmm. like a lower to the ground and I'll put them there, but they only get like, I would say maybe afternoon light, like 12 to like two. And then once the sun starts shifting, they don't get no more light. So that's cool it's probably like like a six month grace period but like usually after like three months i'll I'll continuously look at them if they get bigger than like an eraser size then i'll start to like open the bags okay i water them once a week and then i'll move them out and then they'll eventually make their way to the greenhouse but on the shade side so you're are you using the same kind of light for that second stage yeah you're saying it's just pulled up higher it's just pulled up a lot higher so i've learned from you know the experts out there like tony prickly punk told me like eventually you want to you don't want them you don't want your seedlings in the grow tent in the bag too long because they'll start to stretch too far and they won't grow okay why they won't you know do their normal growth they'll just continue to grow towards the light and they'll get like real real super skinny and so i was like oh damn and he told me he was like you usually after like three to four months you want to keep an eye on them you want them to start growing you know, both directions, not just, you know, vertical. Yeah. So is it keeping the original moisture or are you having to go in and when it's still in the sealed bag, are you, are you watering? Do you have to water? Um, I usually wait. Um, I'll spray them. Once I start the germination, once I lay the seedlings, I'll spray them once and I'll close the bag and I won't open it probably for like, um, like two to three months i'll be honest with you because the that bag stays the the humidity inside i mean it's it's you could see it the um what's it called the um is it perspiration when it like the water start and it drips down right yeah okay condensation Uh, condensation there we go yeah you'll see the condensation on the bags so i just leave them like i'll 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 put like a i'll get a like a headlamp and i'll look inside the bag just to make sure like i said there's no algae there's no like you know um uh, fungus or anything growing in the bag because if there is then you got to open it i leave it open i'll leave the bag open overnight 
and then I'll come back the next day and spray it with like fungicide mm-hmm. or I'll try to take out what is, you know, causing that, that stuff. And then I'll spray them again with some uh, water and then I'll close it back up. And that usually, usually works. But if it's too much, then I'll have to transplant the seedlings over to a new uh, batch of soil and then go from there. Yeah. So is it like a controlled climate? Do you have a, like an AC going in there or is it just fans? Uh, no, it's just uh it's just the grow lights. I'll be honest with you. Okay. That, that's all that's cause they're in a bag. So they're not going to get the, you know, any AC or anything like that. Right. It's just a heat. It's a heat mat on bottom. I, I want to say the heat mat, if I'm not mistaken, is at like, um, I think 72 or 74. Okay. So excuse me, the bottom stays at 74 and then the grow lights, I think, um, I think it gets like, you know, roughly around like 85 and that's about it. And then like on summer days when it's super hot, I'll usually, if I'll look at the temperature, if it's going to be super hot outside, I know my garage is going to get hot. I'll unzip the tent and I'll leave it open. So it could like ventilate a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering because I'm thinking about doing the same thing and my garage gets hot as fuck, dude. Yeah. Mine does too. So I usually just check real quick. And then I have like a temperature when you, when you have your, uh, with the little pin. Yeah. The little pin, I have mm-hmm. it in there and then I have the gauge outside. If it gets over like 90, I'll open it up and just leave it open and then it'll drop down. But I it usually, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I can't check it every day. I mean, yeah. we work, you know, we have kids, so yeah. I, I check as much as I can. I know I, for sure watering's on Fridays. So I check them on Fridays for sure. And then if I have to do stuff around the house, I'll check them real quick, but I just let them do their thing. If they make it, they make it. If they don't, it's just on to the next round of seeds. How long you been at this now with the seedlings? Um, the seedlings. Um, I'll be honest, probably like a couple years. Cause when I first started, I didn't know, like I was still learning about the cacti, astros, obesas, you know, agaves. I knew agaves would sprout pups from the bottom right. and stuff like that. But with the like the Astros, like I didn't, I thought maybe the flowers just pollinated themselves, but they didn't. I had to cross pollinate. Right. And I was doing the brush, but for a while I wasn't getting anything. I'd get like maybe one seed pod here, one seed pod there. And I was getting frustrated. I was like, man, what am I doing wrong? Like, you know, I'm even, I put music on in the background, (laughs) 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 trying to caress the flower, you know, like, let's go, let's do this. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't working. I was just like, man, what the heck? So then I continuously was always on the, you know, Instagram and I follow like a lot of like other growers, like from other countries like Thailand and like Switzerland and like um, Ukraine and stuff like that. And I've noticed they were doing that technique. They were using like, you know, the dental tools. Yeah. They were using those dental tweezers and pulling the pollen off and then scraping it on the female part of the flower. And I was just like, what the heck? I'm going to try that. And Ever since then, man, it just, I've been getting seeds like crazy. Wow. So they won't throw seeds without that. Yeah, they won't. You can't, they, you can't take the pollen from the same flower and put it in the same female part. It won't work like that. You have to make, you have to have like another Astro, uh, any kind of Astro. And then you just take the pollen from that one, put it in that female and take the pollen from this one and then put it in the other female. And then boom, that you could create, you know, you create your hybrids or your variegated ones. So how many different kinds of uh, cacti are you growing over there? Oh man, now, by seed from seed, from seed, oh a lot. Are you, are you like focusing in on any? Uh, the Astros, 
Yeah, I love Astros. I've had I got a, like a niche for Astros. Yeah, I have a you know I have a niche for Copiapoas, but okay. I, I don't. Those things cost as much as like a BMW car payment, man. It's crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know the difference because I just started paying attention, but like I see some of these price tags, and I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be that person. Like yeah, I, I don't can't. think I'm ever unless someone's like gifting it to me or like something radically changes in my life you won't see a mature copia poa like uh what is it cineria in my yeah. in my uh, Those things collection are, yeah. i know me i just i ended up just buying a whole bunch of seeds copia poa Starting seeds from uh, mesa garden and i was just like i'll wait the 15 20 years i, I don't got uh, people be dropping like i heard like three five six thousand dollars on these plants and i'm just like this is nuts like that's crazy it's a plant one you can't talk to it two like it might look good for a week and then the following week it'd be like, you know what? F you. We're right. out. I'm done. I'm good. Goodbye. Like, you know, it just sucks. So yeah, I have a limit. I have, a, you know, an amount that I won't go over on any kind of plant. I don't care what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just honing in on Astros right now. I'm trying to create like some cool hybrids, some very, some variegated hybrids and stuff like that. I got some, uh, some cool ones from uh, Spain. Mm. so i got like a couple of them that are like maybe a few inches but i'm hoping they get bigger they're those uh i don't know if you ever seen that astrophytum kiko that looks like it has uh -huh. like art i have mm -hmm. like a couple of those now so but they're real small so but they they seem they've already they've already rooted they're they're hard in the soil already so i'm i'm crossing my fingers they uh survive here because they're hard like super hard to find i only see pictures so when I got the chance to buy some, I took, I took it. Yeah. Well, I think it, I was just like, I think I was I on the air. I was talking about starting my retirement fund by, by starting seedlings. And I don't mean to make everything about, about money. You know, it's not all about that, but like, I'm just, I'm seeing this and I'm like, well, like, why wouldn't I have some of these? You know what I mean? It seems to me that it's just going to grow exponentially. It's like kind of like um, having, I don't know, baseball cards when we were kids. It's like the, mm -hmm. the value is going up outrageously or like yeah. owning a Bitcoin, you know. But the difference is, like you said, the plant can die. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. I always tell people like, man, the plants are gorgeous. But I mean, if they could talk to us, like, hey, what's up, Will? Like, hey, I'm not doing too good. I'm, I'm feeling kind of sick. Like, I feel mold or like, you know, fungus coming on. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Then, yeah, then you're worth right. the, the $250 because you're going to talk to me. You're not going to die the following. And some plants they could die like 30 days later like you know you could th drop that 500 in in a week it could be gone yeah it could have a fungus that inside that you don't even know about right. or a disease or something i mean we're still learning about all this stuff i mean astros you water them too much they just like start to deteriorate from the inside they get all gushy and they just fall off it smells like really bad in your greenhouse when there's one like real moldy oh yeah it smells i i guess it smells kind of like um like armpits and farts like it's just like that. It's, it's a weird it's a weird smell and you're just like dang it like even obesas do the same thing you water them too much they from the bottom they just from the inside they get mushy and just gone like you're just like what the heck and i've watered i only water once a week uh -huh. i've all like i tell vic i they die they die they're just plants i i mean i'm yeah. only watering once a week like especially the ones in the ground they get no special treatment they're not covered nothing they get yeah. all the sun they get water just like everything else i mean my greenhouse plants they get a little bit more special treatment but i mean fertilizer and stuff like that but other than that they're i treat them all the same they're plants yeah
So how how do you water? Do you water? Do you have a particular technique? Um, you water from first, above. Um, at first I wasn't. I was just using the water hose, yeah. and then I started seeing people doing like their pH level. I saw stuff. you checking your pH the other yeah, day. Yeah, so story. I checked. I checked my pH level. Oh man, it was horrible. But I was just thinking, all my plants are flourishing out there in the ground. Like they're just happy, and yeah. I'm just like, but like I have like good like expensive plants now that they're bigger in my greenhouse yeah and i was like you know what Let, let's let's try let's try this ph thing so i did the ph thing and with the vinegar mm-hmm. and the fertilizer and i you know i'll put them in like five gallon buckets i'll stir it check it with the ph uh little tester and it'll be between 5.6 and 6.0 that's mm-hmm. the number that i've got from most like you know experts out there mm-hmm. and um i did it i just it was pretty it's pretty simple and easy um, I wish I could, I, I want to eventually build like rain catchers, but that's a little ways down the road, but yeah, I mean, I just let it sit overnight, 24 hours. Then I open the bucket back up, check the, check it. And it's usually between 5.6 and 6.0. Mm-hmm. And then I just go water. I usually do it like a Thursday. So then I have a full 24 hours. And then I usually water like Friday midday or right before it gets dark, I'll water. Okay. So it has, so they have all night to like soak in. And do you see a difference since you started doing this? Um, I just started, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, hopefully I do. I heard like, you know, your flower, your plants bloom a lot more, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. But everything seems to be happy and growing in there. I'm going to actually be remodeling the greenhouse, make it taller, bigger, more room. Cause I'm done. I have no room in there. It is jam packed in there with all the seedlings and everything now. Yeah. So. That's cool. It's cool. It's nice. I mean, from what I start, from where I started to now, it's just, I walk in there. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. Like, you know, where, where I started and where I'm at now. Yeah. A rain catcher would be really cool. I think I heard Jesse say that, but yeah, Ketoy swore that, that you'll see a difference just by strictly yeah. by pHing your water. I know I was, I was that you, to be honest, I was at the gym listening to you and Ketoy. Uh-huh. I was working out and I remember that part and that's what motivated me a little bit more to actually get more serious about the pH. I, yeah. I ended up from the gym. I went straight to like a, um, like a hydroponic store and I got the pH tester uh-huh. and I got the little, uh, a little shot glass to like with the teaspoon. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go get vinegar and then I came home and I was like, let's just do it. I, I just got to start doing it. Cause once I heard that podcast, I was like, all right, let, let's, let's see if this really helps my plants. Yeah. I left that episode feeling the same way and I pulled it out. That's why like yesterday you saw, I posted some grow lights Uh, in my corner of my garage. I had a shitload of like five-year-old dusted covered since the last time I touched it, grow equipment. I'm like, let me see what I got so I can get this ball rolling and motivate myself. And I found a pH stick. I don't know what the fuck you call it. pH tester. And I found pH down. I'm wondering what the difference between using vinegar and pH down is. Like, why the vinegar? I know they said it, it makes the water acidic, but it isn't the idea to just lower the pH, right? Yeah. Because so, all this stuff that does it, it's pH. It's called pH down. You know, they pH it down. Stuff. It's like a, it's like orange and yellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen. I haven't used that, but uh-huh. so my my pH from my hose outside was I want to say. Uh, I think like 7.4, 7.5. And so then I just, I did a, um, what is it? Uh, I can't remember his name. Dang it. Um, But he was telling me uh, just a teaspoon. Uh And um, so I started with a teaspoon and then I stirred it and I just noticed the pH was going down. And then I did another teaspoon and then sure enough, and then I had three teaspoons, four teaspoons. And I was just like, 
but I did. So, oh man, I'm like going blank on who was telling me this. It wasn't prickly. Prickly punk was also helping me, but there's another one. It'll come to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, so then, but he told me, uh, a gallon, uh, start off with like a gallon of water and mm-hmm. then go from there. So then I started with the gallon and then I did a few teaspoons and then it went from, I got it down to like 5.7. Then I wrote it down how many teaspoons I did for a gallon. And then I went, uh, told my dad, bring me all your five gallon buckets from work. And he brought me like 10 of them. And then I just started up filling up five gallon buckets of water and then tested that. And then sure enough, I think for, well, I did five gallons. I did probably like 10 teaspoons of vinegar okay. and it got it, it got it between 5.6 and 6.0. Yeah. And then I added the cactus fertilizer that I use and then I just stirred it all up, put the lid on it. So no mosquitoes would uh, get in the water. And then I just put it on the side of the house in the shady part and then waited the following day. And then I watered my plants. So this is, I'll be honest, this was, this is only my second watering. So okay. this Friday coming up will be my third watering for the plants, but I'll be honest. Uh, I've noticed my seedlings have taken off a little bit more. They're more, more plump, more greener and mm. stuff like that. So hopefully we'll see. I'm pretty sure in time we'll I've start to notice my plants. Yeah. So you're pHing the water before you add the fertilizer. Yeah. I, I, I P I P I just do it that way. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure people do it other, but I just, I usually, I just did it. I was just doing pH first uh-huh. and then I was adding the um, fertilizer at the end and then just mixing it all up. So I don't know if there's a certain way to do it, but I mean, yeah, well, I just... I'm just trying to recall correctly. Cause I remember having this debate when it came to cannabis, it was some people believe you should pH the water first, then add your nutrients. But I was always taught to add the nutrients first and then the pH and then bring the uh-huh. pH down and test the pH. So I don't know how it works with cacti, but, um, yeah, you got yeah. to find, find an expert to let us, right. I wonder how keto does it. Yeah. And, and the whole idea behind it is so that the, that the nutrients is more bioavailable, right? Cause mm-hmm. that sweet spot makes the plant for some reason, absorb the nutrients better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's like a little science. I, I'm, you're motivating me right now. I really want to like start trying to do this. Just I might experiment with like a small section of plants. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, do it. You know? So I don't yeah, that'd be good. Let me know how it goes. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get those grow lights going. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of those. If anybody wants these grow lights, I have uh, like two Magnum hoods. One of them is not a name brand. And then I have these other smaller lights too. They're just taking up space. Um, and then I have like some ballasts and stuff. But yeah, I want to get some some LED lights like you're talking in like a little tent and you know try to do some loafs or something. So I saw you're doing pottery again, right? Yeah. It's again. Yeah. You've re- rediscovered your love for pottery. Yeah. Well, I I did it in college for like two years and it was, that that was awesome. And then I just you know I got busy with work and life and you know having kids and then just getting into the you know this plant world. I've noticed like the pottery and stuff like that. And it just, I got that itch, but I was just like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. And then one day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. I called Laguna clay. And I was like, I just need, like, I looked up on their website, all these different clays. And I picked the two that I thought, you know, that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I was, and she's like, Oh yeah, we, we, you know, sell them by the box. You, they come in two bags. I was like, all right, cool. And so she's like, yeah, um, three days you could pick it up. So I picked it up. And I haven't done it in a while, but before I picked up my clay, like on my breaks at work, I would be watching like uh, pinch pots on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this shit's like easy. Like I just totally forgot how to do most of the stuff. And then 
I set up a table outside with my lady and uh, our kids and we just went to work one day and I just started doing it. And I was still kind of like, you know, hesitant. I was just like, ah, and, but then as time went on, I kept doing more and more and um, it's getting a lot better now. I've, I've always had a, a thing for, I don't know if you've ever seen the um, Hiranuki style of pottery. Okay. Is it Japanese? It's, yeah. The Japanese it's a, it's like, it, well, it means like digging out. Okay. So you make, you, you could like, you know slice and dice the outside however you want okay and then you could you dig the inside out with like a, a i think it's like a round pottery tool uh-huh. and you just keep you just keep digging till you get to the bottom and you can make mugs i've made a few mugs a uh, few pottery stuff like that i really like that style I'm, uh, you know it's it's kind of sticking to me right now which i like i mean i haven't seen it out there with any of the guys that you know excuse me the the experts out there, the pottery experts like Automata and the pottery and all that kind of stuff. Their their style is just one of a kind, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I when I saw I saw I don't know I saw maybe the, like the second or third pot you posted, and I was like, when you started doing it now again, and I was like, damn, you got good quick. I messaged you, you got good quick, and you're like, no, bro, I did it, I did it back in the day. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, you got you've got that natural gift for it, man. You're just making your own pots and stuff, Thank experimenting. You. I actually. Fun. Here, well, I got one right here. Yeah, I have one. I'm letting it sit inside, but this is one of them. So is that the style that you were just talking about? Yeah, the cure. So what I did was, let me see if I can show you this. That's fucking cool. So see how how it's dug out. Yeah. But yeah, so then I just take, this is just a paint spatula and you just carve it. You just do it however you want. So as you can see, see how it's all different super sick yeah so i've i've done like mugs like this coffee mugs and like tea mugs so i'll probably be selling those too and then the bottom you just got to do awesome thank you man so you're just taking i take them to a kiln like a how does that yeah, work yeah you could take them to a kiln um uh larry uh thomas clay pottery okay is it thompson, 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 thompson clay works yeah thompson. clay works yeah yeah um he's right here in whittier with me so i asked him if i could fire up the ones i just did and he said yeah which is kind of cool so i'm excited for that but i'm gonna let him sit out for like two to three weeks to like let all the moisture come out so yeah. it's let less you know explosions are cracking so but i mean i'm not sure i'm hoping none of these crack but if they do it's just you know it's part of the process it's a learning curve right now yeah. but eventually you know i i love doing this it's a i mean i found a new you know a love for this and i my lady's like you should you should buy a kiln you know and i was like oh man I was like, All right. so i've been i've been researching my kilns you know i was looking up youtube videos for like expert you know beginners on mm-hmm. kilns and stuff like that like you know setting up like a spot outside and then redoing your your breaker box and stuff like that and then I, you know i find a whole bunch of used ones on offer up so I'm just waiting for the right one and I'll probably end up buying it. And then everyone around me, like Vic, you or anybody want to come and fire, you guys are more than welcome to. So you're so, thinking about going all in. Yeah, I think I am. Cause I, I love the style that I'm on right now. That Kiranuki style is just yeah. really stuck to me. And I love, you could just do whatever. I mean, I, I have like a cheese grater. I have like an old school cheese grater. I bought mm-hmm. one off of, um, off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's like a handle and it has like a wire and I use that. I cut, you know, different angles and stuff like that. And same thing with the, I mean, that's just a, a regular paint like scraper that I use. 
And then, you know, I have a, like a small little blowtorch to throw some cracks in there. And then I have like a few like um, copper brushes that I could just use some like put on some texture and stuff like that. So, but it's coming along. I really like it. I love being outside. I, you know, put some music on and the kids are playing and then I'm just doing that. Yeah. Do you think it activates that same part of you for that the plants do or is it something else? Um, I think it's something else, man. Uh, it is, huh? The, yeah, it is. I'll be honest. Like, I, and it's funny because like sculpting art. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, I'll just be sitting down watching TV and in the back of my head, I'm trying, I'm You're like thinking forms? of, yeah, I'm like thinking of new ideas or like new designs and I'm like, Oh man. Okay. And then like a commercial con and then I'll just end up going outside and start like, like Patty the clave, you know, rolling it out. And then my lady's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I, I got to get this idea out of my head right now. And then uh. it ends up just coming to life. So, which is kind of cool because you take an idea and then like the clay, it's, you know, it's in your world. You know, you get to do whatever you want with that clay, which is kind of cool. Your idea comes to life. I mean, even if you mess up, you could, you know, roll it back and then roll it out. Make sure you take the air bubbles out and then you can start all over as long as it, you know, the clay is not super dry, but yeah, I love that you could take something, you know, an idea in your head and just bring it to life through the clay. Or you could be like variegated Troy today, smashing the his his throwaways, <laughs> his duds. Just, yeah, not this one. Smash yeah. them. Oh, Stomp I know some. Of them, some of them look good. I was about to DM. I'm like, hey, hey, hey no, 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 no. <laughs> but that's what happens. I mean, some crack, some don't make it, and you just it's just that's what it is. I'm just like, oh, so hopefully this one, this one I'm hoping doesn't crack at all or explode when it gets into the kiln. Yeah, well, if you get your own kiln, you could be like key toys dude fucking like purposely introducing air into it and, and then oh i know you hear him he's like he's trying anything he says he's taking them out when they're like 500 degrees or something <laughs> he's wild I I, dude i remember listening to that i was like what the heck but that's how you experiment that's right how you, that's how you you know you learn from he's learning from that and he's doing something new right that no one else is probably maybe you know in a different state someone else is doing it too that we just don't see because sure. he's from california but I mean, I mean, look at his work. It's Sick. one of a kind. It is yeah. just, it's amazing what he's doing. I mean, even the pieces, I I watch him on Facebook and he's like doing like these big ass like pottery. I mean, it's huge. It's bigger than him. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. But it, it just, I love that he does that because he just motive not only motivates me, but I know he motivates hundreds of people out there. Yeah. And he was like super transparent and honest and like wanting, uh -huh. wanting to share his information, you know? Yeah. And he's just like, I was telling him, he's like, there's like a maniacal part of him. And it's like, he's wild, you know, and it shows up in his work, dude. It's uh, uh -huh. yeah, I just got up. My lady got him to custom make me a pot for one of the plants that was sitting in a plastic pot in the yard. Oh, nice. For my birthday. Sweet. Yeah, That's awesome. Super stoked on it. It's like one of the lava nice. pots. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're working on the pottery. You got your seedlings. Uh, what else is going on? That's it, man. Yeah, just, just that. I mean, I want, I'm going to remodel the greenhouse pretty soon. Um, but yeah, just taking care of these seedlings. It's a lot of work. When you and say remodel the greenhouse, do you mean make it bigger? Yeah. Taller. So it's going to be, I think nine, almost yeah, nine and a quarter on one side. And then I think nine feet on the other side, it's going to have like a slope. So the, the roof will, the rainwater will come down into my grass, but it'll just be a lot taller. And then we're going to go back probably, I think, two feet 
so it's going to be a little bit bigger in there so which is kind of cool That's more cool. shelves more everything i don't know if you follow um cactus update uh-huh. from arizona yeah you see his new greenhouse that he did uh yeah i think so yeah he just finished yeah, it he, right yeah it's nice yeah so i want to i want to do shelving like that more shelving on top so i could do all my like stage pottery on top okay and then i'll have all my you know you know all the astros obesas i'm gonna itemize them categorize them by you know species wow so uh, so are you a builder or uh someone no. helping you um oh, on the green the, the first time go around no i just i just did that Okay. I watched some YouTube videos and I found out I found some plans online and I ended up just going off of that and fixing them and just doing just, you know, winging it a little bit. Okay. It took some time, but it, it came together. I'm no expert. So the roof was kind of like <laughs> slanted in the beginning and I was like, okay, something's off. And then I took a few pieces off and then it, it ended up coming back together. Sick, man. What about you? Anything new? Um, I got some difficult stuff going on in life right now that I won't talk about on the air, but uh, I just, I've been kind of checked out, man. I'm just working like a, I'm not, like I love to, to run and do stuff and like, you know, I just haven't been, I haven't been like my best self recently, to be honest, man, just because some personal stuff going on in the family and stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to get this seedling thing going for sure. Like I, it's on the top of my list. I want to do that. Uh, I would love to to even grow some mushrooms too uh, before like because it looks like we're about to have mushrooms go legal too so I'm like trying to get ahead of the curve on that too possibly Um, but yeah I'm hoping to get a tent I did and I want to build a studio too I want to build a podcast studio here Um, so I thought you had one I had that might have access to a studio at my work but you know, I've been talking about like psychedelics and things like that. And we're a substance abuse facility. So I don't know. I, my boss, it's my boss's space and I don't really feel comfortable. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm invading a space. He's got a lot of people recording in there. I did a couple episodes of the the other podcast that I do in there. And I just, I don't know. I'm one of those people that like really wants to be able to do it on my own, you know? He's my boss already on my nine to five. You know what I mean? And uh, I have to do it around his time and, you know, whatever. He's been really helpful. But, like, I just I want to do it myself. I want to, you know, build my own studio and, you know, build it from the ground up. And so that it's mine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're going to build it at your house or. Yeah, I want to turn the garage into like a little grow area slash studio slash hangout spot. You know, Oh, that'd be cool, man. You should do it. Let me know. I'll help you out. That would be be sick, man. I, I already have to. an idea. I got an idea in my head. You could like make it so it's all like you know see through, and then you could see like your grow session from inside the studio while you guys are talking. Dude, That'd that's what I'm cool. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna start start trying to save for that. But um, yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming back on. I'm sorry I took up like half an hour of your time before the show started, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm stoked you got that mic. We're talking about using this mic that i i bought to like have other guests get mic'd up so we might like mail it around something yeah, that'd like be, that that'd be, that'd be super cool i'm gonna keep it in the box i'm gonna try to write like a little note on it and put a sticker on there and see how many see how it goes around and then you could eventually put a picture of it when it gets back to you cool and it shows you know everybody on there oh yeah everybody mic. puts like, their mark like, on it yeah either a signature or like their sticker that'd be pretty cool 
That would be sick. How many pots are you putting out? How much did you do? How many? How much did you um, do in this batch? I uh, a good amount. I wish I could like show you, but it's outside. But um, probably over, probably like over twenty five or thirty. Oh wow! Yeah, you, you have- it's it's pots and like mugs. Okay. So I'm probably gonna keep a couple of the first mugs that I did, and then I'm gonna sell everything. Everything that I've done will eventually go up for sale, except for like the one I just showed you. I'll probably keep that one because that one, you know, I like the way that one turned out. But yeah, other than, you know, my lady liked a few of the mugs, so I'll probably keep the ones she likes. And then um, there's probably like two pots that I'll keep, but I'll probably sell everything else. But I got to fire them. I'll probably fire them at the end of May. Okay. And then probably like uh, beginning of June, I'll probably have a sale or something like that online. But I'll let you know, man. You get first dibs. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, I'm really looking oh, forward yeah. to seeing these, man. I like the direction that it's going, and I really like that Japanese style. I'm learning more and more about pottery, and uh, yeah, I love it, dude. Did you didn't you did you bring some plants to show me too? Oh yeah, you the got se- some? These are, So these are seedlings. These were sown on five twenty nine two thousand twenty. Okay. Um, hold on real quick. I think these are. Yeah, these are um, these seedlings, which these seedlings came from. Um, Sick. Let's see. They came from where now? Uh, these are from Jim Greenhouse. Okay. So he just, um, I'll be honest, I, I've never met the guy, which is super cool, man. So I started following him on, you know, Instagram via plant, you know, our plant Instagrams. And then I just hit him up one day. You know, I saw his his collection, his astro collection is out mm-hmm. of this world. And um, I just said, hey, do you sell seeds? Like, I would love to get some seeds from you and try to germinate, you know, try the germination. And he was like, oh, I'll give them to you. And I was like, what? Uh, he's like, dude, I'll, he's all, I'll give you my seeds. He's all, I have no time to sow the seeds. I'll just, I'll give you, I'll start sell, sending you the seeds. No way. And I, I was like, are you serious? I was like, no, come on. I was like, Jim, no. I was like, how much? Just tell me how much I'll even pay for like the, the shipping costs. He's like, no, he's all free to you. I've never wow. met the guy. I still haven't met this guy. He's super one. Of, and that's what I love about the plant community. I mean, yeah. honestly, we've never, I mean, we've had, I mean, the conversation started off with me saying, do you sell Astro seeds? Right. And right off the back, he was like, I'll, I'll give them to you. Don't even worry about it. No, no charge. Just take them. Wow. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. So these were, these are the first ones he's, um, he uh he gave me last year so so those are all things that he crossed himself yeah wow that's incredible what do you think so, that was behind that do you think that like i mean he knew who you were right do you know who you were no i'm being honest no I, idea i no idea who i was it's wow. super cool so i told i told him i was that's like strange Look, i wonder why you, yeah i'm being honest i still haven't met the guy we just talked via dming i always uh-huh. hit him up I'll see like a new Astro hybrid that he has and it's flowering and he shows like two of them. I'm like, Jim, how much these are, uh, these seeds are probably a little more expensive. He's like, no, 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 no. Free of charge to you. I was like, he's all, they're yours. You can have them. And I'm like, Jim, he's like, no, he's all, I already told you free of charge to you. And, um, go ahead. Oh, no, I I told him the first, um, he gets the first dibs on these once they get a little bit bigger. I'm just waiting for the white ones to get a little more character and then uh-huh. I'll send him a picture and he could choose whatever ones he wants. And then I'll ship them back to him. 
So they're exactly like a year old now. Yeah, almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, almost. Five, yeah, a couple more weeks, they'll be exactly a year old. But I am pretty sure, I think I did it a little, I don't know, I was still learning. So I have a feeling these guys could probably be a little bit bigger uh-huh. if I would have done it the right way. I think I pulled them out of the grow, the first, you know, their first uh, couple months. I think I pulled them out a little too fast and put them in the greenhouse. But as you can see, they're flourishing now. So they're taking off. I'm being honest, they, they double in size like every couple of weeks. And it's wow. how big these guys are getting. And those ones are now ready for direct light? um these guys have been in direct light for a while they've been in they've been at the lowest the like the the lowest to the ground of my greenhouse and the smallest table okay it's like in the middle but they get their afternoon sun and then they don't get sun after that and then this is another batch of my seedlings that i've done very cool yeah then this is a double head right here i don't know if you can see that one Uh these two guys it's a double head and I think it's crested too, but I'm not sure. I'm still trying to, I'm waiting until it gets a little bit bigger. Fucking awesome. So when will they move out of that? Um, probably I'll probably wait. Probably. Um, probably till after like June, I'll wait till they get a little bit bigger. I want to see them get a little bit bigger and then I'll, I have a whole bunch of small potty little pots that I'll start to put them in individually. Okay. And but how- they're doing, I mean, they're doing healthy right now. So I might as well just let them keep going. How are you going to part with them? Are you going to, are you going to, are you building a site or what do you, are you just going to do it via Instagram when you start, are you going to start selling? I want plants? to, um, I was going to ask you about Etsy. How does like, you know, I, do yeah. they do like a service charge fee or how does that work? Bro, they fucking rob you. Like oh, okay. they, oh, they God. take, they take a lot of fees, man. Yeah. And so like, you have to, you have to, you have to have a markup, like you have to be an upseller almost just to cover the fees. And, you know, people don't think about like what it costs to ship and like certain things they, they, they highly encourage you for anything over $35 to, to have free, to offer free shipping. And if you don't, like if you do offer free shipping on any order over 35, they give you like a priority in the search bar, like in the algorithm. So I, I, I'm pretty sure this is what it, how it works. So if you offer free shipping at $35, then yours is going to pop up sooner than other people's. Oh. But the thing is, man, sometimes I spend 20 to $40 shipping some of these bigger items that I'm, I'm selling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have to include, plus they're taking fees from me. I'm not sure what the percentage is, but I got to include my shipping and my 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 fees plus whatever i paid for the plant and hopefully squeeze 10 to 20 bucks for myself you know what i mean that's crazy so if 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 we're up to but they bring the traffic so on the flip side of that like the reason why i i bought my domain from for earthlingbotanical.com i think but i haven't gone and built my own site yet because regardless there's fees but like if i were to do shopify or, or something else squarespace and host my own plants but the problem is that etsy drives most of my customers you yeah. know what i mean i, I would mm-hmm. say the majority of my customers don't even follow me on instagram they have no idea who i am you know what i mean um so that's the bright side of, of etsy is that they got constant plant traffic but mm-hmm. if you're growing them from seed man and, and it's your own and you know like i'm sure that the margins might fair might be good enough for you to pull it off yeah. you know it's something to consider I, especially the traffic like they you'll have business no matter yeah. what you know what i mean always yeah, I, remember, I remember you saying that that's why i was gonna ask you about the etsy part i probably just do it 
on Instagram for a little bit until I figure it out. But yeah, these this is only two trays of probably like one, two, three, four, probably like seven trays in there right now. Okay. Uh, there's ash, there's mostly Astros. I have a few like crazy looking Obesas, hybrid Obesas that I got going, and then um, some feral cactuses right okay. now. So it's usually yeah, just Astros, Obesas, and then Pharaohs. But I mean, I have a few Copiapoas, but one there's only of course one is only flowering and the other asleep so that's how it usually works right now so well i would love to be a supporter of that too when they're ready please holler at me dude because like that's the perfect size for me to start you know financially you know and i'm just yeah. now really starting to more dive into these collector types of cacti and uh yeah you i would i would love to build my collection you know by supporting you man thank you man for sure i'll let you know you'll, you'll see it i'll eventually put like a you know, a flyer of saying, you know, I'll have a sale this weekend or something like that. I, what I want to do, you know, now that this, you know, COVID is dying down, I'll probably just have a sale outside my house on my driveway and then wow. just pitch up like a little easy up and then, you know, have everything on the table, the pottery, my plants. And then, you know, we could all hang out, you know, if someone wants to have a beer with me, they can have a little tour of the backyard and the greenhouse and go from there. Yeah, well, the way this community is, I, I couldn't see you holding on to that many plants for too long. It's going to be like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, these. Um, th but you have a wait list to get your Astros, bro. <laughs> that would be cool. Hopefully, man. I mean, most of these guys are going to go to, you know, new homes, which is which is cool. I mean, there's I every time I sell something, I always tell the people, like, once they flower, you know, send me pictures. I want to see that it's growing. And uh, uh, there was a guy on instagram yesterday sent me a dm and it was one of my astro nudums i think it was i uh -huh. can't remember i think it was a nudum and it was beautiful flower on top and i was like man you better pollinate the shit out of that right now and he started laughing he's like, look and he showed me another astro he's like i was like perfect i was like get your little paintbrush and start doing it and i was like you cross breed them right there sick well dude please keep me updated on this man I will. like if you when you're ready like i'm hoping to get the podcast to a point where like here's the thing the reason why i booked so many people this month is because uh the whole thing with podcasting as i've been learning is consistency to get ratings uh, and it's not that it's all about ratings but to like even have my podcast be like heard of you know what i mean for it to you like when i I'll, I'll be at a good rank and then if i don't put out an episode for a week it'll drop like 200 points Really? You know what I mean? And I want That's this true. to be my thing, dude. I want yeah. I want it to be a successful podcast, you know? Like I just I want to be able to to get to the point where people come on and they announce something and everybody finds out about it. I don't know. I just I want it to be yeah. a platform uh you know, and I'm I'm trying to get it to grow. So what I've heard and I heard it on even on on like Joe Rogan, he was saying that that you have it has to be a grind. You have to do it constantly to yeah. get it to succeed. Like you, yeah, you I know, know. I know I have a notification for you and Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan every, I think it's like every couple of days I get a notification. Yeah, I'm just like, dang, I can't keep up with this guy. I'm like, man, but yeah, he's pumping out thousands keep, yeah. of episodes a year and shit. Yeah. He's, I think it's like, I want to say every couple of days, man, I'll be yeah. honest. But, um, don't you have follow? I heard you, uh, I think you were just talking about, uh, you had followers, you know, cross country and overseas and stuff like that. Yeah. I was really surprised in comparison to this other project I've worked on this this podcast has been getting way more plays, dude. And it's like nice. and all over the place, all these different countries, you know, and I'm wondering how they're even I'm wondering how they're even understanding it, to be yeah. honest, in some of these countries because of like, you know, language. But um, yeah, I wonder if Spotify has like a, you know, a translation button for people. I don't know. You know listening to podcasts are from the United States, maybe 
they just push a button and it translates for them that'd be pretty cool yeah i don't know but i guess most of the people that are finding it that aren't like from the community are finding it on apple so oh, and that's okay. what i was saying like I, I have to keep it going for apple to push it so more people can find out about it you know what i yeah. mean so yeah i'm just hoping for the best man i've been enjoying it but it yeah i, I would like to i want to you know not work and and grow plants and podcast that'd be awesome dude <laughs> you know yeah, let's do it Let, let's start start sketching out your uh your podcast room that'd be sick. i can help you out and my i have a cousin that's a carpenter man so and he can even help us out with the framing and then go from there i would love that dude thank you so much yeah. for coming back on yeah. man we'll do this again for sure yeah all right if everybody could please like review and subscribe and hit that share button uh i want to touch on that a little bit extra if if you could please if you're if you're if you're a listener of the podcast but you haven't subscribed or hit rate or review that helps me out a lot if you guys could please do that i would really appreciate that thank you so much will welcome man it was nice talking to you